Hello and welcome to this week's episodes of The Calling. Follow your spirit all the way in. I'm your host, Homaya. Join me in this journey of self-awareness, soul frequencies and spiritual revelations. Let's fly. So hello, hello and welcome again to The Calling. Follow your spirit all the way in. And today, the guest is such a beautiful presence, such a beautiful frequency, such a beautiful friend, such a beautiful mentor. I'm so elated to present Andrea Morningstar, which is a phenomena, or in her own words, I love to quote that, a miracle, a walking miracle. I echo with that. And Andrea, thank you so much for being here in this space with us today. How are you? Thank you so much. Thank you for having me and for creating this magnificent, miraculous space. The frequency of it is known, it's felt, it's palpable. And we've been here in grace already from the beginning, even moments before Mm -hmm. we hit the record. It's just already been miraculous. (laughs) Thank you so much. Thank you for your sensitivity. And I'm so elated that I can have this conversation with you. It's almost like for me, in some ways, like having a conversation with myself, because I know that the language that we converse is a language that the universe converse with or at. And at the same time, not always we can hold that frequency. So I'm so happy that we get to use all the wording we want as we decode the phenomenon of following your spirit all the way in by Andrea. (laughs) (laughs) I am so delighted. Oh, my God. My God. You know, it's like there... There's this book someone wrote, she wrote, uh, How to Get Everything You Want by the Name of This Person. And I, today I was listening to it and I said, oh my God, like sh- everyone should write this book. How to Get Everything You Want by Andrea. How to Get Everything You Want by Homaya. How to Get Everything You Want by Stephanie. How to Get Everything You Want by George. Like, right? Everyone should write this book. <laughs> And we all are in our lived experiences. We all are. (laughs) So how's the book going? What is written in your book? (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's been, it's been a true adventure and masterpiece of creation. I am so honored and I truly feel beyond blessed to believe living exactly as my soul has come forward to live. I feel that I've had many iterations in my life, many different chapters of my book of creation. Uh, And the one that I'm currently in is the one that feels most exquisite. Of course, I can only enjoy it because all of the layers of reality are here now. And so all of the other chapters are stacked here and now so that I could create this. And it's all part of it. 
And I feel truly profoundly this is this is the playground I've come forward to create and to expand into. Mm, so beautiful. And I agree that every moment, all our lifetimes are here. Past, the future, all of them are really super present. And yet on the practical, on a linear time, if we take this now and stretch <laughs> it, at least in this lifetime, we stretch this now in this lifetime, you were following something strong. Yes. Do you? Yes. Uh, wow. There's so much that I can say about this as I follow that thread within my heart. And there has always been that golden thread of highest truth and love calling me forward. And so from an early age, even though I didn't have any physical context around me to show me exactly uh, the realization of what I was seeing, I knew it was real. I knew it was calling me forward and it did very powerfully. So I immigrated from Brazil, my home country. I was born in a family of uh, Jewish Holocaust survivors uh, three of my family members survived mm. and they all met and they all made it to Brazil and there they formed a new family. And um, I was born within that context and within that framework and that morphogenetic field. Uh, and then in a culture also that was, you know, most people associate me as Brazilian uh, and I am, and there is so much that I, that I gained through those codes um, but I would say the most predominant field of creation within and around me was actually that of my family and that of that upbringing in the way that it was. And I was very, uh, very depressed as a child. I was very sad, but I felt depressed and sad not only because I couldn't quite make sense of the stacked layers of reality in the way that I can now, because everything was present to me here and now, everything of the past, everything of the future, but also because I didn't quite yet have the language to articulate it and to bring it into creation in a new way. But I kept following that golden thread. And um, I remember when I was 15, I had a very pivotal moment where I received these codes. I received information that I would immigrate to the U.S. and my life would unfold in a certain way. And uh, I didn't know at the time where those codes came from. I actually, a few years ago, was in deep meditation and I witnessed myself delivering those codes mm -hmm. to me at age mm -hmm. 15. <laughs> yes, yes. Through love. Yeah. And at 19, I did immigrate to the U.S. Yeah, we are calling ourselves, like Rumi said, no, you're knocking on the yeah. door from within yes yeah and i and i echo so i echo so much because there's a lot of people who are sensitive and their antennas are open and their perception of the beyond is active but there is no supportive environment and this conversation is so deep and intimate in some way i remember myself as a young adult at that time I was not speaking about it because I'm not going to speak with you about my fingers. Like, did you ever had a conversation with someone about his fingers? No, it's like, it's for sure it is here, for sure it is present. 
But at the same time, because there's no conversation around it, there's also like little gaps inside. Like you can be super sensitive. You get you are being influenced. And at the same time, they not necessarily have the we don't necessarily have the support to carry the weight, the light. And it could be experienced as a burden until you get the appropriate education, we can say, download. Yes. So at yes. 19 you follow and you felt that you are already awakened to the spirit or you just followed this, okay, I'm immigrating now. There were waves of that awakening. And so it's just waves of blossoming, of meeting that call from within, meeting those edges of myself and discovering who I really am in different um, in different expressions. And so I can't point to one moment where it all clicked into place, but I can see how the geometries locked in in many perfect moments. And when I was 19, I was just so certain. I had my one-way ticket and I had a literal $100 inside my pocket and that was it. <laughs> and I came to the U.S. Uh, with this big vision of what I was going to create. And, um, and I followed that path through getting an education, going to college, I mean, learning English, going to college, um, then going through graduate school, then becoming a doctor, opening practice. Um, I've had multiple businesses. There is, a, there is a lot of unfolding that happened along the way before I came, much before I came into the online space. But it all had that common thread of highest truth and love. And it was all pointing towards this high level of ascension of the embodiment of the divine and human form that we get to experience in our lives. So what I'm getting from you is that you felt in a certain moment of your life that there is a communion with the higher heavens that just expanded and expanded within you. Yes. There was no a pivotal moment where That's right. there was or there was not. There was not. It was it was more of um a sense that it has always been, but I came home to it. I became the one unified field through my choices, through my uh, my willingness to come home within myself. Mm. And then that only got bigger and bigger and bigger in every now. Oh, so beautiful. And where where was the moment that you felt that there's no return anymore? Like, without paying attention or with paying attention, I've completely surrendered to my light. You know, uh, one moment that I can point to was when I actually closed down my medical practice. When I went all in, I could have continued on that path, but it felt like I was playing a sandbox that was quickly becoming quicksand. It was, you know, it was beautiful. I loved it. I loved my patience. I saw the results. I saw the miracles. And yet there was an expression of my soul that couldn't come forward within that framework. Mm. 
Hmm. And so when I said yes to myself, when I said yes to that which was calling me forward so powerfully, that's when I really felt it all come in where the, the certainty of creation really clicked in in that way. We play with the unknown. You know, we keep going into the uncertainty, right? And so there is a paradox here, but the certainty of the miraculous nature of creation really clicked in because it became my lived experience on a daily basis. There was no more separation between who I was and who I experienced myself within and every aspect of my life, everything became integrated one and the same. Mm, So beautiful. So beautiful. And we all know that as there is a surrender, it is an ongoing surrender. There's still surrender today, right? Oh, yeah. (laughs) Absolutely. How, How does it feel today? How do you feel? It feels like meeting grace. You know, whenever I feel like I, I've reached a, a certain outcome or a certain level of creation, I've met these edges of myself in life, business, wealth, relationships. I find that it's actually delightful to be right at the leading edge where there is more. And it often requires me to just leap into the unknown and keep surrendering and keep leaping and keep trusting in my safety within myself that, you know, sometimes I've wondered, like, if I, if I take this extra leap, am I going to go too far? Am I going to be just full alien out there somewhere? I don't know where, because there is nothing truly outside of us, right? <laughs> We're not in reality. We are reality itself. But I've had these moments of, wow, can I really expand this much in this reality here and now in human form, in my visibility, in my creations? And that's where it takes that higher level of surrender that, yes, yet again, I leap. Yes, yet again, I change everything and allow for reality to rearrange all around me at even higher levels. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you. If you would imagine, like in my in my heart eyes, when you're describing this um, everlasting surrendering to your highest light, to the pure light that is perceived within you, I feel like there's like a deep tissue massage that is being done. If you would name the hands, probably not only two, <laughs> that are massaging your consciousness, the human consciousness, the accumulated consciousness in the human body into unity with all that there is. What do you feel for you would be those hands? What inside of you is <laughs> making this expansion? I, I feel it. And even in your question is the answer. I feel it right there. It is the all that is. I feel like I am just the tip of the iceberg of a much bigger becoming and momentum of creation. There is something much more profound than my my mind could ever conceptualize that moves through me and allows for me to become more of who I am. It's this, this constant massage and stretching into, yes, this is perfect and there is more. Yes and more. Yes, and more. 
And so it feels like grace. It feels like, uh, I've called it ecstatic bliss. I've called it true wealth. I've called it many different names and it's all one and the same. It's this, this being touched by the divine as the divine. It's being massaged by the all that is and realizing that I have these um, new fractals of the all that is that get to blossom from within me, through me, as me, and out into the world. Mm, I love it. I'm going to give you my words and, and let me know if it lands, if you echo with it. Yes. I feel that one of the things that we are blessed with is the free will and that we are able to use it for so many things. Indeed, the will is free. I have a child. He wants all the Lego in the land, <laughs> right? <laughs> the will is free. You can just want and want and want and want and want. And this is like so many things. And even in this free will, we can either identify with the material realm, with the hologram, with what appears on the screen, aka Lego, <laughs> right? Yes. And we can build whatever we want. <laughs> or we can invest this pure and precious energy of the free will to choose where are we anchored? And was I was, while I was asking you about these hands that are massaging you, I felt that your answer is, I am anchored as all there is. Yes. I am anchored there as all there is. I invest my free will to choose again and again and again to be one, to be light, to be all that there is. Yes. Yes. Yeah, cool. Yes. Yes. And it's always a surprise and a delight to that inner child and the the ego, the one that really is wanting to create certain things, that whatever it is that I've wanted to create, it actually gets to be better than I imagine if I surrender to it, mm -hmm. if I'm not attached mm -hmm. to how the Legos come together. <laughs> you know, all of the pieces <laughs> will actually just rearrange on their own and show me something more magnificent. And so, yeah, and I'm here to witnessing. Yes, yeah. exactly. Exactly. That's what I see as my job. I am here witnessing through my free will, the all that is moving through me as me. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I echo with that completely. And I love you because you've mentioned, and this is impossible to ignore, this frequency of bliss <laughs> that you embody in such a delicious way. Yes. <laughs> I don't know even how to ask this question. <laughs> I feel that the most appropriate question is, can you spray some bliss <laughs> in the frequency of this recording, encapsulating bliss. So those who will listen to it will drink the download as they are in this space. Yes, yes. It's also, I, I see it as part of my job. Everything that I do, I bring forward all of the codes. And so everything becomes an activation of that bliss. Mm -hmm. Everything that I have embodied of the all that is, it's really not me. It's the all that is through me as me. I transmit the purity of those codes as activations. And so mm. may be so that this call activates 
pure, pure, ecstatic, radiant bliss that blossoms from the inside out, that comes from that embodiment of the divine in human form. I hope people can hear the music around that as well. <laughs> so good. So good. So good. And yet, if you would, if you would give words, if we can move that into words, because this is a whole different experience inside the same body of the sadness and burden and the bliss. It's like, first, how delightful it is and how inspiring it is that we have the ability in one lifetime to touch such a contradiction in an inner experience of ourselves. Yes. No, this is really from darkness into light. Yes. From ignorance to wisdom. This is it, right? Yes. And that's the beautiful thing. You know, one of the biggest discoveries that, that I've had and that we all get to having these very physical bodies is that darkness too is a part of the divine. It's the all that is. It's beyond polarity. And so darkness for me has been a portal and a gateway for leaning deeper and really leaning in and surrendering and trusting and embracing the divine. It's actually been a blessing, though I didn't always see, see it that way. I certainly do not wish to be in pain or I do not wish pain on anyone. But for me, I can say every moment of darkness, sadness, grief, deep despair, I had a portal and an opportunity to come home to myself and come home yet again mm -hmm. anew to a new level of the creation of the divine through me as me. Yeah. Probably, and I'm wondering if this is what you feel, through the frequency of allowance, allowing that to happen, allow it to flow without attaching to it mentally and making it solid. Yes. Right? Yes, that's right. That's right. That is so profound and so beautifully stated because we don't realize in which the ways in which our gaze or our perspective uh, in certain ways will keep us stuck in certain loops of creation, especially those patterns of pain that are quite repetitive. Um, many of them are actually repetitive and there because we need to unlock that new higher dimensional perspective from within us and set ourselves free from that uh, circuitous loop of creation. Yeah, I echo, I echo with that. This is like the real freedom Yes. to have an experience and to let it be. Like speaking about, again, free will, to let the experience have a free will of its own to do whatever it wants <laughs> without deciding that I am now the authority of that sadness and I need to morph it into reality yes instead releasing myself into deeper layers that i am aware they exist mm. yes yes <laughs> yes mm. beautiful and then with the bliss with the openness with the surrender from what i am aware about you there was also and an openness and expansion into wealth. Yes. 
in all aspects. Yes, true wealth in all the ways, yes. How did it happen? How, how that, that came to life? Yes, I, I discovered within me this, this aspect of creation that could not quite understand why wealth would be separate from uh, anything that we tend to speak of in the spiritual world, in the world of ascension. You know, we talk about light, we talk about love, we don't often talk about wealth. And wealth has been true a gateway for me to meet the divine and allow for the divine to move through me as me. So much goodness has been created through wealth, through the process of uh, learning how to, to create it, how to harness the actual frequency of it, the actual power of it for the highest good of all. And I found that in the world of polarity and duality, wealth has often had a negative connotation because people have experienced a lot of suffering that they associate with wealth. Instead of using wealth as a portal, one of the same, one in the same with all of our creations, nothing requires separation. Wealth too gets to be an expression of the divine through us as us. And so uh, quickly upon coming to the online space, I started speaking more to that because I too had to go through my own journey. My family didn't have any money. Um, and, you know, I immigrated by myself. So they were immigrants. I myself became an immigrant and um, then arriving in the U.S. with my $100 and moving through all of the iterations of creation, um, getting an education, becoming a business owner and going through the entire process of really learning how to not only create wealth, but maintain wealth and build it from a very solid place and a place that really felt uh, anchored in the divine, knowing that the divine is moving through me as me creating wealth for all creating opportunities for all, mm. creating portals for all. And so I really, uh, it was a very conscious choice to start to uh, incorporate that into my work of ascension. And it's been such a delight to witness the miracles that happen through that. So I would love us to go deeper. However, because the listeners not necessarily could really get what it means that you overcame and completely integrate wealth as part of ascension. Yes. How does it feel and how does it look practically in life currently? Ah, yes. Thank you. Thank you for, for asking that. Um, there's so much that I can say about this, but currently what it feels like and looks like is that there is this bigger momentum of creation moving through me where I've created multiple millions. I'm moving towards billions. And I know that that's a big statement to make. And it's a bold one. I'm not a billionaire yet. Yes. But I, I know Billionaire that in the making. In the making. <laughs> Just as I follow that golden thread <laughs> of highest yes. truth and love, I know there is a new uh, level of wealth that is blossoming from within and is being created in a very solid structure. And the way that it looks like for me in my daily life is that everything I experience as wealth. So every moment of my day is a day in which I get to experience and overflow wealth. And it doesn't always mean experience and overflow money or the exchange of money, though it certainly does happen that way as well. 
but it's more to me sacred and profound in the sense that uh, from the moment I wake up, the the textures that I surround myself with, the way in which I really nourish and love my physical body, my physical vessel, it, it's become really key and center to the work that I do. Uh, the way that I focus myself, how I run my my uh, activations, how I do my meditations, and how I do my channeling in the mornings, that is an expression of wealth. I'm calling in that highest wealth and highest good of all. I'm transmitting it to the world first thing in the morning. Um, and I am also creating in all the ways in my businesses, creating uh, different portals through which all can experience wealth as well. And uh, everything that I invest in, everything that I that I do really has that high frequency standard of highest wealth and highest good of all. And so it, all of my choice points are filtered through that high standard and it changes everything all around me in a way that it really allows for that momentum of creation to move through me, where not only am I building wealth and, and growing wealth in ways that are sustainable, but also I'm creating portals for all to do the same every step of the way, every single day. Thank you. I remember one of the first celebrations that you had. I don't remember yes. again what was that. It was, I don't know, 100K month or a million months or something like that. I remember that I left you a message. I told yes. you, thank you. Thank you so much. Like, definitely I'm celebrating you. I'm so happy. But thank you for doing it for me. <laughs> do you remember that? I do remember that. I do remember that. And how fresh as it was, I received your, your voice note and I started crying. I felt oh just the depth of where that message came from and how profound it really was. That celebration. Yeah, I felt that your million is my million. <laughs> I've done it together with her. <laughs> this is one. I'm having it. This is my moment. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> I'm okay yeah. that she will celebrate, but this is my moment. <laughs> <laughs> and I am so grateful for that because that is the truth. That is the truth. We get to experience wealth in that way where it's a win-win-win for everyone. We all get elevated in that frequency and we all experience higher portals of creation together for it because we are celebrating together. And, and the truth is we are co-creating it all. There is no separation, really, only in the mind. Yeah. For this 3D realm, for learning, for going through the labyrinth. But it's, it's like, I don't know if you heard me saying that we are all finger of the same hands. Yes. Right? Yes. <laughs> this is my vision. This is how I see it. But the cell, the little cell of the little hand, of the little finger... And the consciousness is not so much aware of the entire hand, of the entire palm. And it's okay. We can have this unconditional compassion towards who we are as human while we are having a clear presence of who we are as all there is. We can, we're so multidimensional that we can feel all of that simultaneously. Yes. The omnipresence and this eternal compassion for who we are, yes. right? Yes. 
I, mm. I love how you say it. That's exactly it. You know, when I speak about being the tip of the iceberg, it's like, I feel like, you know, I'm the tip of the little fingernail, <laughs> but there is this bigger I am. There is the I am that I am that is actually creating it all and moving it all. And my one and only job is to focus in that surrender and the highest truth, which is love and the highest good of all, because we are all love and we're all the all that is. There is only one of us in the room. Mm -hmm. So true. Andrea, when you moved into wealth as your practice of ascension and your path of ascension, yes. what would you say like for, because, you know, one of the reasons that I celebrated so much your, your win, your beautiful success is because there's such a liberation to the people on the spiritual path. Yes. Somehow we forgot that the Aztec had their all pyramid covered with gold. Somehow we forgot, right, that even yeah. still Buddhist and Tibetan temples are being covered by gold. Somehow we forgotten in our past life in, in Egypt that we practiced holding gold on our crown, on our chest, on our throat next to those majestic lions next to us as a practice of holding frequency. Yes. And, and we moved into a certain separation. Yes. So as we are aware of that, that this is definitely a remembrance that is, <laughs> the word that come to me is crucial slash essential. It's like, like this is so important. It's like there is a missing piece here. Yes. What would you what can you share about your inner experience, your inner moves that you have done in order to to forget about the consensus, to forget about people's expectation, to forget about limitations, to forget about impossible and go into it is yeah. here. Ah, I love this question. You know, I feel that for the most, there are many ways to do so, by the way. For me, the most accelerated way has been to actually find any way that I can to experience wealth here and now and start there. Because we could, you know, one could get lost in wealth mindset or, you know, doing certain things to then attempt to create wealth or attempt to experience wealth versus dropping into a physical embodiment of it. And so for me, the most pivotal moment was in the acknowledgement that wealth was already who I am. Wealth is who I am. There is no separation. There is no lack per se in anything that I do or in anything that I am. And there's only an abundance of lack, right? Even in lack, it's an abundance mm -hmm. of lack. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> to start from that place where we can experience wealth in the, the, the sacredness of life, the sacredness of who we are, the water that we drink, blessing it, welcoming it into our bodies, right? There is always something in our worlds that we can really attune to and welcome into that savoring of the wealth that is here, that is present. And it's often found in that frequency of love, 
right? And that's why there is no separation in wealth and ascension, because it's one and the same. Wealth is love, unless we deny ourselves that love. And so that's what I would recommend for anyone who is starting is to welcome higher levels of love through wealth. Be discerning as to what that looks like for you, you know, for each person. Of course, we want to do it in ways that truly feel safe in our bodies that are truly right for us. And that's why it's so important that we follow that golden thread of highest truth and love within us, that we follow that frequency thread uh, within us that knows what is really true and accurate, what's really that next step, that next choice point that is calling us forward. But we can always find multiple choice points in regards to wealth in any now. And so start with the first one that feels the safest and the most loving and then build from there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What, what do you feel that it doesn't feel safe? Yes. At times, you know, there are different trauma patterns, different loops where we, in our human experience, we can feel like, well, if I were to open my heart to it, I might get hurt. And so it's that fear of getting hurt or, or feeling disappointed or things somehow not working out well. And what I like to, uh, to often bring to the conversation is that aspect of there hasn't truly been a disconnection from wealth in any of our human experiences. It's only a temporary looking away, a temporary witnessing of it in a different way. And so if we can bring our gaze back into the truth, and that's a natural thing for us to do, to do because it's who we are. We're not trying to uh, convince ourselves or anything. We're just finding that spaciousness within to come home to what is already true. And so to come home to that truth in the best way that we can without fearing that we will be disappointed or let down in some way, just allow for the rearrangement of reality to take place as we become more confident and as we become bolder in living our highest truths in the world and allowing for wealth to shower us with love and in fact come through us as us as love onto the world. Um Andrea before before we come to completion, although I would continue this conversation more and more and more and more. <laughs> Forever more through I'm sure I'm not the only one. <laughs> I'm sure I'm not the only one. I'm sure that now that they hear, now we come to completion, they're like, oh, really? <laughs> no. <laughs> Why? I'm so grateful. Mm. But as we're coming to completion, let's touch the last, last little piece that seems really also important. As you were saying, you know, bold, being bold with it like holding the frequency no matter what. How does it feel? Mm. It actually feels like liberation. It's actually what we've hmm. been looking for. <laughs> <laughs> so good. <laughs> yes, that coming home is where we really set ourselves free and it's where we see the 
acceleration of the momentum of creation in life and in wealth. You become that one cohesive, one unified field, one choice point at a time where, you know, we don't have to worry about getting it just right. You know, sometimes that's also something of the inner child or the ego that wants to put all the pieces together and figure out how. It's less so about the figuring out of the how, but more so about becoming the embodiment of that frequency, that true frequency. And so if we can have that high frequency standard at every choice point, then the how just becomes actually self-evident because we're making the choices from that standpoint. And as we do, we are harmonizing our fields. Our frequencies are not playing in disarray. They're actually building a harmonic creation. And we can feel that in our bodies. We can feel that in our beings. And we can feel the liberation of what that creates in, in our lives and our relationships and our wealth creation in our businesses. There is this, this beauty that really comes through and is created through us experiencing that beauty within. There is that miraculous nature of creation that is beyond what we can imagine because we've become the ones to receive it. We've become the ones that actually allow for that experience to come in and through. Mm. So beautiful. I love that. As we say, that's for me. <laughs> that's for me. Also, that's for me. I love that. I love that. You know how it sounds? It lands inside of my system as you are embodied before you embody. You are embodied before you embody. Nonlinear time. And this sweet surrender into that. If you allow this thought, if this thought, if this is an inner language, it means that you're already in this field, you are already resonating as such, and therefore... It is the truth. Hmm. (laughs) Beautiful. Wow, Andrea. It was such a delight to have this conversation with you. I'm so happy that, that there are multiple, numerous souls that are like a fly on the wall in this conversation. And I truly, with all my heart, know that you had a calling here. Something touched you. There is a click. There is a download. There is an aha. There's something for you. And I truly, wholeheartedly wish that you take it full in. Thank you, Andrea, for being here. Thank you for having me. Thank you all for listening and for listening to that call within. And thank you, Amaya, for creating this beautiful platform. I am so touched by it, by the purity of the frequency in it, by the the love, the real love that is here, and mm-hmm. by the magnificence of the creations that are coming through this portal because you have answered the call. You're bringing something entirely new that the world hasn't seen yet. And I am honored and so excited to be here for it and to get to witness it and to get to celebrate you. Thank you thank so much. You. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Such a delight. I love you, Andrea. Thank you. I love you too. All the best. Beautiful blessings on your path. Thank you for listening and being part of this great conversation. 
You will find all the relevant links in the show notes as well as a link to a meditation for you to feel more connected to your spirit and aligned with your soul contract. Please, if this episode touched you, leave a review, like and subscribe. Feel comfortable to share it with your friends, family and colleagues because everyone has a calling.